Hello. Hello. Anyone out there? <laughs> Hello. Oh, oh, oh. Knock, knock. Huh? Um, hi, everybody. It's early for us in the day recording. We're tired. And this is FOH. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm Lillian Devane. I'm Kelly Sullivan. And um, we're bringing this to you, not live, but recorded. That's right. That's right, Lillian. <laughs> Um, do you, I have like a lobotomy <laughs> stitch across my forehead. You're like, mm-hmm. um, do you ever, you know, well, for me, like I never do anything or leave my house before like roughly 1230 PM. Yeah. So whenever I do, they're like, you're taking more steps than average for this point. You know, it your diet you, like, hour by hour. Yeah. And like, it'll say like today, this morning, it was like, you're taking more steps on average than you do by this point in the day and it's like normally you've taken 30 zero <laughs> to the bathroom um did i already say this is a service industry podcast i think so cool well it is to reiterate <laughs> simply to reiterate um for those who may not have been listening it's a service industry podcast um we're recording this i'm going to dc so we were doing a little bit early and um yeah i'm out of my mind tired yeah it's after it's after the weekend yeah you know She's got her uh, handmaidens. Oh yeah, I'm you're, gonna. You're going against Kavanaugh. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm gonna be like, I'm, I just uh, <laughs> embroidered "Believe Women" on every sweater I own, and I'm marching into. You're like DC. I read the news. I don't like this one <laughs> bit. <laughs> I've got a pussy hat on top of the handmaiden bonnet, and then I'm just gonna be swimming in the fucking pool the <laughs> memorial pool or whatever the fuck um and everyone's gonna be like it's gonna be a now this it's gonna be um in teen vogue it's gonna be oh, in yeah. all of it's the gonna be getting all of that stuff lot, so watch watch for me folks um no i'm just going to see my dad um <laughs> no 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 no, no guys uh, that's not true that's a joke um but I am excited to, because uh, I'll be there for Super Tuesday, mm-hmm. and I the the vibe of DC is just so utterly bizarre. I've yet to figure it out, but I I love being there for like nerd politics. Yeah, it's the that's place to be. be. Fun. And um, you're and, gonna go to a live Pod Save America. Oh yeah, are you in the getup? As I already know. Oh, yeah, right, that's of course, the, right. sorry. That was the that's for that event that I'm doing. <laughs> right, that. Right. Um, yeah, and it'll be, and I get to watch MSNBC alone and drink beers until like 1am, which is like so indulgent and bad, you mm-hmm. know, it's so disgusting and fun. It's an, it's, it's an interesting kind of peak. Yeah. Cause my dad isn't fully like boomer brain at all. Like he's very smart and is also like, these guys are idiots, but does also watch NBC a lot. So yeah. it's like. You know, I like to get those takes. Yes, for sure. But thank God he hasn't been, like, fooled by their fucking insanity. (laughs) (laughs) Rachel Maddow. Maddow. We got a big episode for you tonight. I know, know. Rachel. It's the news. Sure, yes. Keeps happening every day. always kind of coming up. (laughs) (laughs) Hello. Oh, God. Anyways, do you have any service stories, Kelly? Um, just a quick one where I was kind of dragged (laughs) across the coals. Um, so I used to wear my hair pretty short, like right Mm -hmm. chin length bob, and I've recently been growing it out. It looks good. Thank you. And it's like now getting to a point where I do desperately need a haircut. It's just too long. Yeah. And 
um, one of the reasons that I know that it's too long is I cannot stop touching it because it's just like, I'm like, oh, there's like stuff on my neck and you yeah. know what I mean? Like, it's like, I literally probably five years had that haircut. Oh, got it. And, um, this is the longest my hair has been like since college. Wow. And, um, and so I was standing in the kitchen on Friday night, just like fiddling with my hair. And one of the line cooks looks up and is like, have you always twirled your hair? And I was like, <laughs> you were horrified folks. My jaw was on the floor. Wow. I could not believe it. You said, I have to get a chop. This is too much. Oh my God. I was like, yeah. <laughs> Demi Moore style in <laughs> yeah, a mirror. Literally ran over to the knives. <laughs> sawing it off my head it's like some kind of like Anne of Green Gables <laughs> adventure at that point oh my god I was like I couldn't believe it I was like oh my just it's like when it touches I don't know you don't have it but it touches your neck wait that is such a fucking weird little house on the prairie Anne of Green Gables thing you fucking weirdo oh my god I was so like it, it's just when someone holds a mirror to you you know it's not oh my god kelly that's not what it was <laughs> that's what it was that's what it was it's so weird <laughs> that's like a little lighthearted. i would even say a flirt no this was not flirtatious you didn't hear the tone okay it was vicious <laughs> sounds sexist it was sexist it was sexist that's what it was no i now that i think about it it was sexist <laughs> You're like, um, 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 <laughs> my mind computer searching for the right word. That um, was, um, well, it didn't feel good. Is what so I'll it's say. sexist. So it's sexist. <laughs> so it's sexist. I was like, uh, line cooks don't know what the power they wield sometimes. Oh my God. You know? I was like, truly. I was like, Sometimes I play with it. Sometimes I'm gonna get the coronavirus. Like so, fucked up. Wow. All right. Yeah, it really. I love knowing your weak spots. Yeah, that's one of them. All right. Noted. Noted. Yeah, that's funny. Um. Well, I think you look lovely. So yeah. I have to have long hair. It's like one of my. I'm definitely a, t- a toucher. My hair. It's comforting to me. I'm like, how would you not? Yeah, it's right there. It's luxurious. It's like luxuri- it's soft as all hell. It smells like a lady. Yeah, it's great. I don't know. Mm. They're just jealous. You're jealous. jealous You're balding, sexist. dude. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> what if I had just immediately snapped? You're balding. You're balding. So it's uh, ugly. <laughs> Have you always been ugly? <laughs> it's like whoa. <laughs> um. <laughs> fun okay yeah, it was well, tender, that's traumatizing yeah, yeah got a it tender spot got it um i don't have anything specific for service um nobody said anything appalling to me <laughs> re my appearance um <clears throat> but i will say that last week i went out to eat kind of a lot uh, just so happened, uh, I've been trying to reconnect with friends and hang mm. out and be a little more social. So to me, that means like, let's go and spend a ton of money together, which is not always, you know, yeah, but it's fun. Yeah. Um, so I just kind of was reminded of, um, 
the generosity of our industry and how nice it is to really like, you know, we work a ton and then we, we serve others and then it just is so relaxing and nice to just go out and have people take care of you. And like, you know, even if they don't send you, you know, dishes or drinks or anything, but it's just like so nice. It's like, I'm like, Oh fuck. Like it's just a nice reward. And Mm -hmm. especially like I went to Estella, I went to, the crocodile. I went to, uh, we went out to, to my work. And so just like everyone was being very like, you know, it's just friendly and like community. Yeah, it's like totally. very, it was very sweet. I was like touched, even though that's stupid, but yeah. It's nice. Also, it's nice to watch, um, people be good at their jobs. Totally. You know? Yeah. When you go to that little kind of like Estella is so impressive. Y'all really yeah. are Turn good. Out. Yeah. I'm always like, I suck. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's right. But it's really cool to watch you guys be good. So, wow, congrats. Wow, congratulations. (laughs) Versus me, I... Yeah, don't have the the polish or the knowledge, so... The uh, soup that I've mentioned on this podcast before, (laughs) I was trying to drop it with my left hand, and it's, again, a massive bowl of soup, and I kind of went like... And I spilled a little on the table of this woman. And mm-hmm. I yeah. I was humiliated. I had a couple. That wouldn't be happening. No, that would never happen at Estella. It's like that scene in the deer mm-hmm. hunter where it's like, don't spill a drop. And they're like giving each other the wine. And then one drop falls on yeah. her like satin. And that means that, you know, it's the, the doom of whatever. Anyways, it's like that, but yes. <laughs> at where we work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I had a table the other day where I just somehow managed to touch everything on their table with either, like, my sleeve or my hand. And I was like, what am I doing? I need to leave. Yeah, it's really bad. It's like, I gotta go. I'm really sorry. Bye. (laughs) Server, I'm like, yeah, I took care of your table. Uh, I'm never going over there again, and you shouldn't either. Uh, They're deeply disturbed. Let them walk out. It's fine. It's fine. Let them dine and die. Lost cause. Lost cause. (laughs) 27's a lost cause. Ignore at all costs. <laughs> they try to flag you down. Bolt. I would encourage you <laughs> to leave. Uh, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, anyways. Um good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. Um cool. Well, now, now we turn on to, to- um so as some of you probably saw on our instagram we were like what are we talking about i know i don't know why we're being such babies like i think well i think i feel like we did a couple in a row that were like kind of political and yeah serious and we've exhausted ourselves (laughs) i'm like fucking need to be put on some kind of sedation drip you yeah. know, I'm getting a little, <clears throat> and I'm just like tired. So yes. Yeah. And it's anyway, time. So we're anyway, like, yeah. what can we talk about that we don't need to research? And we were like, oh, bon appetit, huge kind of part of our culture. Yeah. <clears throat> it's affects the way people are eating. Yes. And consuming food in restaurants. Yes. So we're talking about it. We are. And thank you for all your suggestions. They were all actually good. They were. I got some, putting them in the bank. I know, they are in the bank. Yeah. <clears throat> I also think we used to have a Google Doc of ideas, and then we just, like, fully abandoned it. Yeah, we used to have a lot of things. So it's like, <laughs> then now every time it's like a mad dash. I'm like, <clears throat> what is under the umbrella, technically, of service? You know, yeah. The history of forks. <laughs> coming, that's coming to you soon. Coming in way. 2021. 
We could look forward to that. Uh, um. Yeah. We're just going to play the evolution of teeth episode of In Our Time from our phone into um, the microphone. I'm going to do a Ken Burns style mm. audio documentary. Panning. Panning. You're going to hear the panning. Yeah. You're I not going to know when it's coming, but you're going to kind of feel it. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, whatever. Bon appetit. Bon appetit. And bon appetit. And bon appetit. Uh, so I personally begrudgingly love Bon Appetit. Mm-hmm. I feel like I should be a hater. And there are lots of things that I am a hater of. Don't worry. <laughs> well, I, I wasn't. I don't think anyone was. <laughs> but um, Bon Appetit is not one of them. They get me. That YouTube channel is very delightful. Yeah, you watch that a lot. I do. Mm-hmm. More than I watch regular TV. Really? I would say it's probably, well, maybe not more, but it's, it's, it's probably like my number two. Interesting. What? Okay. You know what I mean? It's like the bachelor Bon Appetit West Wing. That's my viewing. That is the algorithms (laughs) in your devices are like, we don't know what's going on. (laughs) (laughs) She needs help. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah, I mean, Bon Appetit has been around for a long time, mm-hmm. but I think has recently, not recently, but what, five years? In the last five years. Well, for a long time, I feel like Gourmet was like the more respected of the two. Uh-huh. I subscribed to Gourmet in high school before it folded. You're so cute. Loved Gourmet. Wow. Gorgeous writing. Hmm. And Bon Appetit was like, to me, it was sort of like, almost like, a semi-homemade quality <laughs> really? to it in in, in those that days. time like where it was like lots of like i mean i think it was like appealing to the same people but they just didn't really understand what those people wanted well also like back then like people weren't cooking the way they cook now yeah so it just simp- wouldn't have existed so i feel like they were trying to appeal to people in their like mid-20s like kind of starting to mm-hmm. like cook for themselves and also entertain and so it was like Okay, honey, here's what we're going to do. That's kind of my impression of it. Okay. Because when Gourmet folded, they you got an automatic like six months to Bon Appetit. And I remember being like, you're like, this, absolute, yeah. I was not wow. happy about it. I love that. You're coming home from AP Bio <laughs> trying to learn about Yeah, well, Gourmet had a lot of like essay right, And to this day, I don't think Bon Appetit has a... <clears throat> the, the intellectual wherewithal. I read a great piece about <laughs> the science of the crunch the other day. So well, send me that because I love crunch. I love that. You're gonna love this crunch. I love the crunch. <laughs> <laughs> That's what when Fandom Thread came out, and I was like, I am obsessed with this movie. It's all about crunch. The toasted crunch. <laughs> I was like, people were like, what is the movie about? I was like, so she goes, and he's so mad. Woodcock is so mad. He's like, why do you crunch? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. I love you just turning into like a (laughs) European stereotype who can only say like, four insane words oh my god it's <laughs> uh, it's very like in living color of you 
Fuck this episode. Already off the li- rails. <laughs> rails. <laughs> um, but you do, you do Bon App too. Yeah, I mean, I because you talk about it so much, I'm not sure if you're aware. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. But everyone loves it. I mean, it it it's a very. I actually just bought a subscription for myself because I haven't had one. Um, I've had only those, uh, the app, if you will, which is weird to me, but whatever. Um, yeah, it's definitely like the tone is like a little jarring to me coming to it now. Oh, for sure. Like, I'm like, oh, shut the fuck. Like, it's. Yes, there are many aspects of it that I, as I said, I am a hater about many things. It just, it's like a. Marissa Ross. See, I don't even know. She's the, the shade. person who writes about wine. She's so annoying. Remember when we were like, we should pitch stuff to them, and then we're just going to put out this episode, and they're going to be like, "Well, wow, fuck you, fuck no, no, you." No, but I'm saying there's lots of. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. I just. It's uh. Again, I mean, this is completely my chip on my own damn shoulder, mm-hmm. but. To me, it's, like, the same thing of people, like, in our industry that, like, come to it from a place of, like, you know, a little more money, a little more prestige. And they're like, okay, so, like, this is food. And I'm like, I'm in the damn food trenches, babe. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think it's, like, it's, um... It's interesting, like, the, the, the reach that it has because I feel like it really has changed, um... Like, I think that there is, like, a, a a bigger signifier now, not necessarily of class, but of, like, classiness. Yes. To being able to, like, host versus yep. being able to be, like, I'll, on my, t- let's go to dinner on my Exactly, staff. exactly. And it's, like, <clears throat> if you can, like, put together, like, an effortless dinner party, <clears throat> which I think probably 10 years ago was a little different. For sure. You know? For sure it was. Yeah, I mean, as we've talked about before, this past decade has significantly changed almost everything about how we eat, how we we cook at home, how we go out to eat, how restaurants are built. Everything has completely changed. But, um, yeah, it's, it's cool. I mean, again, I'm always on the side of, like, teach people how to cook things better. Talk to them about acid in their food. Like, that's cool and interesting, and, like, I'm on board. But... Maybe I'm just like a jealous, maybe I'm just jealous. You know what I mean? No, I mean, I think it's like, it is appealing to a very specific demographic. Yeah. And I think that even though it, it like, it works in my life, I don't think I'm right. I think I'm just a titch off the target demographic and maybe that's the dissonance. Totally. I think I'm like, okay, so this is for people who I serve food to. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you know? And I'm like, mm, okay. Like, you find it, I, I don't know. I Again, I do think it's a great, like, I really enjoyed reading this last episode. Yeah. episode. Reading the episode. That's why I'm, like, fucking not writing for Bon Appetit. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to fucking she don't know what the visual audio. I don't know. But I, but, um... They do have really, like, it's really beautiful spreads. They do a really gorgeous job. And there are people that are, like, writing interesting things. But, yeah, I think sometimes I'm just, like, 
it's that like underdog mentality that gets me every step of the way of my life. Yeah. You know? And I'm like, I can't totally. get ahead of it sometimes. It's also, I think, um, this is a coworker of mine at where I work. We hosted a dinner that was for Alison Romans, like launching her new cookbook. Yeah. And my coworker was like, this is interesting. He's, he was like, it's like going to see a band that you listen to and realizing there's a whole group of fans that you didn't know about of uh-huh. that band uh-huh. and that are like, and he was like, I didn't know. <laughs> didn't know this was right. This is like, it, cause it's like, it is like, it's, but it's not just like the kind of people we serve. It's the kind of people we serve, like reduced to their most like crystalline, perfect form, <laughs> which is like, which is like all stuff that I do too, which is like natural wine drinking, tote bag carrying, you know, wooden healed clog wearing. Sure, sure. But they stole that from us. They stole it from us. And it's so. sexist. <laughs> and also somehow sexist. And on top of everything else. <laughs> no, but it's like, it's very, um, it's very Warren supporter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Um, sorry. Mm-hmm. I like, everything <laughs> is making me have an embolism. I'm like, I can't talk about any of that stuff right now um I'm like kelly don't say the w word <laughs> or anything else we can say sexist and that is code for warrant supporter <laughs> and that's it and that's it and that's all i'll say um <clears throat> yeah i mean uh, i don't know i guess there's also like nothing better really Right? I mean, for, like, the home cook, the home entertainer, like, someone who's, like, young and, like, has a decent amount of expendable income. Well, it is very much the new... Because it's, it's like, entertaining, I feel like, is part and parcel. And there's not... There's not really a... There's not a Martha Stewart right now. Right. There's not someone who... I mean, Alison Roman is... Is Martha Stewart. Yeah. She's the new Martha Stewart. <clears throat> and she's from the Bon Appetit. You know, it's all yeah, it's all the the, the Bon Appetit universe all connected. Um, <laughs> and it all goes back. You know, like I think that because of you know the destruction of media and you know all the sad stuff that no magazines exist anymore. Yeah, and yeah, blah blah blah. Like there isn't that diversity of like okay, you have Julia Child on PBS, right? And you have. Martha Stewart and you have, you know, I don't know. I mean, they're definitely more like vivacious and exciting than New York times cooking, which I all, I have relied on throughout the years. Pretty heavily. I would say that I, I do probably, I wonder how many like recipe wise, I wonder what the breakdown is. Cause I'm, I love the New York times cooking recipes. We talk about, we love Melissa Clark. We love Melissa Clark. I, I'm intrigued by Sam Sifton. I'm. You have my attention. (laughs) Eyes across the room, darting, flashing glance. I'm interested. Dory Greenspan. I mean, who doesn't love a cake by Dory (laughs) Greenspan? Oh. One of the one of the cooks um, at my work the other day, we were bored, and he made cookies. He's like, "Yeah, it's a New York Times recipe," and we were like, "Who?" He's like, I don't know. We're like, no, who is it? Who is it? Who did it? He's like, I don't fucking know. And then we asked him so many times. And he was like, fine, I'll look it up. <laughs> it's Martha Shulman. We're like, okay. Okay, okay now I can have okay. this cookie. <laughs> Sigh of relief. <laughs> Sigh of relief. 
But I mean, they're obviously like not they're they're skewing older. They're skewing more mm-hmm. traditional. But it is interesting that it's like that is the pro. It's such a more specific, um, like audience. Yes. But it is it is the prototype for Bon Appetit. Like that they ha- Bon Appetit has like the same kind of like cast of characters, mm-hmm. and this is a Chris Morocco, mm-hmm. and this is a Claire, and this mm-hmm. is a Molly. Because like that is the New York Times like. I feel like kind of pioneered that of like you follow certain authors totally certain recipes. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And like really beautiful photo shoots Mm -hmm. and an easy to use fucking interface or whatever. But yeah. But sometimes they're, I got to say New York times, a lot of under seasoned recipes. Yeah. Not surprising. Not surprising. Um, Also just, New York Times, again, probably who they're trying to appeal to now is like Sam Sifton does those emails where it's like what to cook this week. And then it's like, okay, Monday, carnitas tacos. Tuesday, gnocchi. Oh, my okay, God. Wednesday. And you're like, who? A, who has time for this? B, like, am, Sam I, am I a gluttonous king? Yeah. Sam Sifton must have one of those like Dr. Feelgoods who comes and <laughs> shoots him up with a bunch of B vitamins and speed. And then he writes those emails every week. And I'm like, I need you to tone it down i'm not making like crabby potato chip casserole yeah and then also pasta and then also he's talking about like an album he listened to i was like i um but again am intrigued sam am intrigued i served him at an event at a catering event did you is he bald he's bald balding or bald cue ball nice yeah classy can respect yeah of course do respect i can and do <laughs> I was talking to some uh, women I work with, and they were like, "I like can't deal with balding guys." <clears throat> and I was like, "I literally was like, I don't even see baldness because I don't." I do. I, I do know that about you. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, it doesn't register with me unless it it's depends. like an egregious, an egregious holding on to the balding, which is like always a sad thing to see. It depends for me. Yeah, I mean, it's got you got to have a little. You have a little. Panache. You have a little. <laughs> But I also, again, the underdog thing, I like, I like a little, you know, like you, you can't, like, I'm never going to go for someone who's just like gorgeous. No. No offense to the people that I have. I don't want to offend. You are all gorgeous. That's what Ted's always like. I'm like, I love like really fucked up, like (laughs) ugly looking weird dudes. He's like, thanks. (laughs) And I'm like, but you are the most classically attractive man I've ever dated. You're like, you are gorgeous. (laughs) You're the outlier of my usual kind. So interesting. Interesting. Um, yeah. So I think like if you can like carry it off, like, like fucked up teeth, I love. Interesting. Cause I, I think cause I had to wear braces for so long and, um, cause I had very fucked up teeth and my parents were like, you know, they were the first in their families to go to college. They're like, this is not going to stand. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, I didn't go to college to have a kid with Exit- busted ass rabbit teeth. Yeah. No, no. Did you have buck teeth? I ha- I couldn't even put my bottom teeth in front of my, I couldn't do this naturally. Weird. It should I have just given get... you kind of like a big vegetable I had to, get, to rot. Before no. I got braces, I had to get, four molars removed so they could so there's enough space to shift my teeth back basically i already got fillers yeah basically (laughs) i mean i was you know i had like the the biggest trauma of my life the reason i got braces is third grade picture day i was getting my photo taken and the photographer said 
oh, I know you're nervous, sweetie, but don't bite your lip. But I wasn't. It was like my normal smile. And I like went home and I was like, mom, I need braces. I was like so upset. I'm going to need to see that picture. Uh, Yeah, I wonder if I see that. Yeah, we're going to need that. (laughs) I mean, they're literally like down here. Oh. It was bad. Yeah. You know, it's traumatic being alive. <laughs> Everything's fucking horrible. You know? I mean, it's so crazy. My um, <clears throat> Speaking of the New York Times, one of my favorite authors, Sarah Miller, mm-hmm. you know her? Yeah. Um, she wrote about this past weekend about, like, growing up as a fat kid and just the comments that adults would make to her. And oh, did, you read, did you read that essay? Mm, no. It's very moving. Mm-hmm. It's about the diet industry. <clears throat> oh, I saw that, and I was like, "I yeah." She was like, "It ruined my brain forever." Whatever. Right, like yeah. she was just like, "I didn't have the capacity to even see body positivity coming as a thing, no, as a movement." Because she was like, "I," she was like, "I still go to Weight Watchers." Oh yeah, yay! She's fifty and a communist. Good lord! I yeah, know. there's no hope for any of I us. I know. Um, I was actually talking, then we can get back on <laughs> blandly onto our sub our subject, but I was talking last night about how my mom <laughs> my mom um raised mo- more my sisters and I, but like she would tell us things were like what they weren't. She'd be like, No, th- these are cookies, but they were like rye crisps or like, mm, No, no, yeah. this is cake, but it's like fucking carob like <laughs> yes. chew or something. And then um didn't tell me what I had never had soda until I was like 10 or something. And, and, you know, so just like, and then I was like, and that's why we all are so fucked up about food because just like a fundamental, like weird lying about bad things and good things. And like, this is forbidden and all, you know, I was like, thanks mom. Like, but it's, it was the health food craze. Right. Everyone that she thought she was doing what was best. My parents got those, uh, healthy choice, Deli meats. Oh sure, yeah. healthy snack wells. Snack. I loved snack wells. Devil's food. Yes. Oh, oh my god, I loved those. But my, uh, <clears throat> I think the last time I was home, my mom we were like bought them as kind of a joke. We were yeah. like, oh, because we used these. Yeah. And we were like, they are disgusting. Oh my god, They're all that food is so good. gross. <laughs> it's so gross. That and was... we were both like, we just keep sugar free Jello cups in the house. Yeah. I mean, those were the days of margarine, for Christ's sake. We used margarine. Same. We used Everyone margarine. used margarine. We we're like, oh my God, we would never use butter. Yeah. Bizarre. So weird. Yeah. I mean, thank God for this food, bougie food re- revolution, you know? I mean, yes. honestly. I mean, yes. Fucking. <laughs> Very I was, much so. Thank God. I also think what a good thing about Bon Appetit is I think about a year or two ago, I set the goal for myself that I was like, I really want to feel like a confident cook, like someone who can just like come into a kitchen and, and be like, or like read a recipe and be like, Oh, okay. I can do something with that. Or like go into a kitchen and just kind of go through the fridge. And and it really has helped me get to that point where is where I, I feel totally confident making food now and just can look at a recipe and be like, cool. You can see it as it's cooked. Like, you can see the steps and you know how it's yeah. going. Yeah. Or, like, you know, I'll read a recipe and I'll be like, oh, I have some of that so I can do this. I right. Can, you know, I I feel. And so that is, like, actually, I think, a really cool thing. Totally. Yeah. It's empowering. It is. And, I mean, it makes me think of stuff like like the other night. I was like, you know, I, w- I don't really have, like, a dessert I would make if people were coming over. And I would like to have that. And, mm-hmm. like, 
just knowing that I can do that now and like see some like right. fun resources and be like, this is a, like a chic little dessert. Or yeah. Something. It's like fun. If you and like doing that kind of thing, obviously. Maybe that's what annoys me about the wine writing specifically is that I'm like, I think you can get to that like comfortable, easy working knowledge pretty quickly with food. Cause it's just mostly about like your likes yeah, and what's available to you. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. But with wine, it's like, I think that I know there's such a vast amount of knowledge to be had. So when people have a little bit of knowledge, but try to talk that up into an expertise, it annoys me. Yeah. And I think being on the serving side and people are like, yeah, no, it's so annoying. It's like, like my restaurant, we list skin contact. We don't say orange. Cause Same. that's supposed to be like, yes. orange is like, yes, the less. And people will come in and be like, <laughs> I guess you don't have an orange by the glass. And I'm like, don't, 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 do don't this. because you're actually dumb right yeah. now. And I'm smart. Yep. Okay. Yep. So Buster, Buster <laughs> crab cakes. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. It's really fun. Also, I'm like, fucking babe, I know exactly what you want before you even sit the fuck down. So I can tell you whether or not. I can tell you what you're going to like yeah. off this wine list. So I think that maybe that's what, like where the cooking, I feel like this, this warmth it, towards and I'm sure. like, this is something that's improved my life and I feel good. And then the wine, I'm like, please shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's also like people forget that. I mean, even if you are into wine, which is like, ugh, okay, whatever. As, as a person who's not in the service industry, right. I mean, um, but you have to realize that like, Working in a restaurant like we have, you know, for the past, whatever, five, six, seven years, we drink so much wine and and taste and know so much wine. Like, not like we're experts, but like taste-wise and like familiar, like we're so familiar with so many wines. Like yeah. you're coming to us like we're fucking little doggies pouring water into bowls. Is that... As that common, is that common trope <laughs> goes, yeah, the dog, you know, the the dog itself pours its own water, right? Because it's an idiot. Because yes, it's mm-hmm. too stupid <laughs> to drink the water that you for, that you pour, right? So. <laughs> right. Yep. Now I'm getting it. <laughs> uh, I just mean we're not fucking. <laughs> <laughs> to clarify a very obvious <laughs> metaphor, I just mean that we're not dumb. Williams doing that thing, you know, on Twitter where people would be like, if a man makes a sexist joke, just keep saying, I don't get it, till he's forced to explain. <laughs> that, but with Lillian's deranged metaphors. And the dog does what? <laughs> with the what? So the dog is an untrained, but has an instinct. Okay, and so that needs to be sort of focused on when we're talking about the dog in this scenario, because it's years of like breeding and it's a purebred. It's dog. purebred dog, it, but it also has primal instincts. Mm-hmm. So, and in our society, that is <laughs> in our society. <laughs> in our society, <laughs> this is just like I just I just want everyone to know that I do just talk without thinking, and sometimes that just is so apparent. Just like the words just like tumble out of my mouth. And I'm like, I am crossing my fingers 24 hours a day that it makes some amount of sense. And you know, usually it does. 
And then like 17% of the time it doesn't and it's okay. And then mostly people don't notice. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes it's recorded. And that's, and that's fine. And that's okay. That's fine. Anyways, I know a decent amount about wine is what I'm saying. <laughs> In conclusion. <laughs> Enough to just like be like, it's this, this, and this. You're going to mm-hmm. love it. That's mm-hmm. all you need. Yeah. I think that, okay, maybe this is it. Maybe this is it. Okay. This will be my final this thought. This is the final thought. Because I the... keep trying to spin it into something smart and good. and everyone's No, like, it Chow. is. But you are smart and good. Um, I think that, like, where there, the food feels, like, the food knowledge feels like it's expansive. Mm-hmm. And it's building people's knowledge. And it's introducing them to techniques and ingredients. And that that stuff builds and builds and builds. But the wine knowledge feels like it's flattening people's knowledge Uh, uh because it's just saying, like, this thing is good. This producer is good. And it's not, like, because it takes a long time and a lot of tasting and and a lot of study to build wine knowledge in a practical way, besides just being like, I think I pretty much like this. Right. Like, to truly build, you have to taste so much stuff. And that's what we do. Yeah. And the wine knowledge from Bon Appetit feels like it's it's flattening it instead, where people are just like, I like the orange now. Yeah. Right. And you're like, no, you, no. No. Or like how we've talked about where people are like, I don't like sweet. And you're yeah. like, okay. there's only four major taste sensations. <laughs> so if you say, I don't like one, we've, we've cut out a huge, yeah, huge portion. Also, when you say sweet, you're just tasting fruit. It's fruit. It's not it's sweet. Fruit. It's fruit. It's the fruit's not bad. The fruit's delicious. Fruit's good. The fruit's good for you. It's good for you. What is this, keto? Yeah. Are you keto? Get the fuck out of my sight. Are you keto? I'm sorry. Can you just answer one question? Are you Are you keto? Gunda Temple, are you keto? Are you keto? <laughs> oh, my God. And that question I turn to Bon Appetit. <laughs> bon Appetit? Are, are you, you keto? <laughs> They're like, wow, these women are in no way, shape, or form leaders in this industry, uh, misinformed, and at best, uh, leaning people astray. (laughs) At worst, dangerous. At worst, dangerous. (laughs) All right, I got to go to Penn Station, so we got to wrap this up. Wrap it up. Um, All right. Love you guys. Oh, fuck patreon oh yeah um we have someone who re who re what is it called re-upped their yeah pledge, they, they upgraded upgraded their pledge to a ten dollar which is very exciting i believe that person's name is hannah, hannah. Mm-hmm. thank you so much now you get our exclusive newsletter where we just talk about the which things. will be coming out next week yes um which is fun the last month was a little dark because we were just on diets but usually a lot of fun yeah um and I think we also have a new pledge. I think, so. I think we do. I'm gonna. I'm checking. This. <laughs> oh, Olivia. Olivia, thank you so much. Um, I'm not gonna edit that because, you know, that's re- that's showbiz, baby. Um, Olivia, we fucking love we it. Love you. We love you. We love it. We love your support. Um, please do review, rate, and subscribe. It helps more people see our podcast, and listen to these incredible takes. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. Bye.